just jump on in. Rosh Hashanah means head of the year. The reason it's called the head of the year is because it marks the literal creation of man. Just like the head controls our body, our actions have a great impact on our life. So what we do on this day can make a big impact on the rest of the year. It's an important day. It's also called the Feast of Trumpets. If you could go to a, a synagogue today, everything's closed, but you would hear a whole lot of blowing of the shofar. Uh, God says in Leviticus 23 to have a holy conv- convocation uh, commemorated with trumpet blasts. So it's called Yom Teruah, Teruah, the day of shouting or blasting. And they blow that thing 100 blasts over the course of the Rosh Hashanah morning services. Go to a night services, they've blown it a lot there too. Uh, the Feast of Trumpets marks the end of the summer harvest. So I want you to think about that. It says these are always harvest festivals, which is very important. The Day of Atonement is near when you stand before God. So as you look to the people, as you interact with people, it's a prophetic reminder for you as the church. We're in the midst of the great harvest just before the Day of the Lord. And the Feast of Trumpet is God's wake-up call saying we don't have forever. So even if you don't hear a trumpet today, <laughs> your mouth literally, and that's whatever this all is called in here, is called the trumpet. That's one of the medical names. So you literally are a trumpet. The Hebrew word of the word shofar means to beautify. When we turn to God, we're made beautiful. And the shofar is the voice of God. Since God speaks in diverse way for different situations, the shofar has uh, several distinct blasts. It has three that we talk about a lot. Takiyah, in ancient Israel, one long sustained blast. It was one of the ways you reassured everybody. It's like, it's 11 o'clock and all is well. That was the one long blast. So when the watchman was out, you knew everything was okay. That they were there. They were guarding the city and everything was good. And it just reminds us that God is constantly drawing us near so we might receive his strength and comfort. So when you hear that sound, that that one long blast, that's what that's for. That was pretty good, right? Uh, <laughs> Definitely like a trumpet. That's I mean, just, just exactly like a trumpet. Uh, Shevarim, uh, three consecutive blasts signaled some kind of significant event. Usually it meant good things, like... Um, for us, it would be that reminder when God's rejoicing over us with singing and dancing. Those are the, some of the scriptures. And, you know, I love it when he wakes me up with, you know, there's just a song in my heart. And I love when God's singing over you. So that's Shiva Rim. Uh, teruah, that actual word of the blasting, that's a nine rapid burst. Of <laughs> you hear that? You're on a roll. <laughs> I really am. I could go into trumpet blasting. Uh, <laughs> nine rapid bursts was a sound of alarm. It meant you were under attack. We encounter that with the Holy Spirit. If you ever feel your skin crawl during a temptation or when danger is near, that's God going, hey, you're uh, under attack there, dude. And he's trying to get your attention. Yeah. All right. So, as you asked, the other ways to celebrate Rosh Hashanah, uh, apples dipped in honey, also raisin bread dipped in honey, which is kind of good. That's toasted with butter on that. That's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, You eat honey for a sweet year. I eat fruit to have a fruitful year. So a lot of the same kind of traditions. This is um, the day that you eat pomegranates. If you ever notice, if you ever cut those things, and those are hard to eat a pomegranate, for goodness sakes, they have 613 seeds (laughs) inside every one of those pomegranates. And there are 613 commandments in the law of Moses in the Bible. Now, one of the things we've always done in our family, one of the traditions that we always use, apart from apples and honey, was uh, something called casting off. It's tashlik. 
uh, it's a, a custom that you're going to take small pieces of bread and put them in your pocket, and you empty your pockets in a stream. You may collect pebbles from the bank and toss them, and it is to symbolically cast your sins into the depths of the sea or to leave your past year behind. So you'll always find me in Rosh Hashanah. I'll go find a river somewhere, and that's one of the one of my favorite um, traditions of Rosh Hashanah. So just like on our January New Year, you might make resolutions. You might want to change behaviors to avoid temptation or sin. You pray, you prepare for anything God shows you about the coming year. And uh, usually you do that in the afternoon. If it's Shabbat, which it actually will be tonight, tomorrow. So this would really be something you would do not today, but tomorrow. But um, if the Jews were doing Teshlik, they would do it on Sunday because you're not allowed to carry things on the Sabbath. So even the bread would make them uh, break the law. Kind of unusual there. So you're going to go and cast pebbles or bread, something, the crumbs out of your pocket, and you're asking for God to to help you cast away the, any kind of sins, uh, deception, so you don't mislead people, uh, vain ambition. So your, your goals that you strive for this coming year are good ones. And the stubbornness, goodness knows we can all be stubborn so we don't stay in foolish kind of directions, uh, to cast off envy so you're not consumed by things and desire for things that, that lack God's blessing on them. Uh, selfishness, that keeps you from reaching out and helping people. Indifference, and it's a world today, it's easy to be indifferent. Just sufferings of others, you just go, well, that's what you deserve. The sins of pride and arrogance so that we can properly worship God. So this is where you go. You go to that river, and that's Teshlik, and it's a kind of cool tradition. Uh, coming up, 10 days to change everything. The 10 days of awe or the awesome days.